When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, I'm Lucy and I'm a personal trainer. And I'm Flora and I hate running. And welcome to Run the Track for all you runners out there. And all the people who hate running. Listen to us talk about our favourite tracks, play some of it to you. And generally just try to help you get to the end of a run without stopping. Welcome to episode four Four. of Run the Track. Today, our theme for this episode is witches. Witches. (laughs) Witchcraft. Wizardry. Warlock. (laughs) Why did we choose witches? I think think this time of year is quite pagany. You're casting spells, setting intentions for the year. Mm. It's all quite dark. Yeah, I think there are a lot of spells around at the moment. Yeah, maybe it's almost like the winter, like lack of hope. Mm. leads you to like more extreme more magical ways of thinking (laughs) to get you through yeah exactly we kind of go back into our childlike states when we like believed in fairies santa would you put witches in that or would you not see they have a long history of like torture (laughs) trials burn at the state yeah it's not just a silly it's not just a silly game these are people who people believe the devil spoke through them and were persecuted quite thoroughly. Yeah, but I feel like it still is in that visceral feeling of, like, you don't have the facts necessary, mm. but you are you believe it because of some deep feeling. What's your witch stretch? That's actually what I'm really intrigued by. Okay, yeah, so let's start off. Yeah, we love to start, whether you're running or whether you're listening in bed, farting, or whether you're commuting on the tube, because back to work, isn't it, these days? Plan A. So, yeah, even if you can't actually physically do the stretch right now, mm. just visualise yourself doing it. Love that. It's called raising the broomstick. <laughs> <laughs> Which actually sounds a bit... <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. You were quite impressed with yourself just Thank then. you. I was trying um, to... Okay. okay, so we're going to inhale, um, lift the arms out wide to the side, raising up to the sky, to the stars, cast your spell. And then exhale, flop down, so you're standing. That's it. And then just touch. Wait, I really don't understand this one at all. <laughs> flop down, so you're standing. So you're, so, okay, so stand up. <laughs> Lift your arms up to the side, nice and tall. Exhale, and then just drop down, holding the opposite elbows. Just rock from side to side, just like a rag doll. Inhale. Exhale, curling, vertebrae, vertebrae, all the way back up. 
nice and tall and raising that broomstick, which is your spine. Oh. Okay. <laughs> you were thinking elsewhere. I was like, how is she gonna, how is the broom, where is the broomstick coming in? It's your back. So we're curling our floppy back up into a hard back. Yeah. And we're raising the broomstick. And as you do so as well, just keep that core nice and tight because we want to start activating those core muscles, those oblique muscles on the sides, just ready for your walk, run, roll, or whatever you're doing right now. Yeah, whatever you're bloody doing. <laughs> right the future. What are witches, Flora? I'd say look in the mirror, Lucy. Yeah, I am one, 100%. <laughs> Do really loving it. I've actually got a little quiz for the listeners and you. Really? Yeah. Oh, I love a quiz. Okay, so if you answer more than three with a yes, you're a witch. Shit. Okay, so number one, have you ever tried a spell before? Tried to cast a spell? Um, maybe as a child. Yes. So yes. Is your most of your wardrobe black? I'm actually wearing all black today, and I tend to wear quite a lot of black. Okay, so yes. So yes, actually. Uniqlo black t-shirt, Uniqlo black trousers. It's very Uniqlo, but also black. Okay. Do you find swimming slash floating difficult? I'm going to say no, because I had quite a lot of swimming lessons as a child. Okay. And do you have a birthmark or mole? I don't have like a very big one. I have more like a strong freckle. Okay. That can count. So you've done... You're, you're I, a witch. You kind of found me at the stake. Yeah. Uh, sorry, what's your source on this? I just went on like a BuzzFeed. Mm. Can I just say something? I'm really proud of us for not doing this during Halloween. Yeah. Because it really celebrates the fact that Wiccans, neo-pagans... Ooh, here we are. Here we themselves. are. They exist all year round and they're not just a silly costume. Well, I also read that apparently... The Swedes. Oh, you love the Swedes. Witches are most prominent, they believe, around Easter time. So it's actually like the opposite side of the calendar year, really. Yeah. Does that have any interlinking with, like, Jesus in some way? Um, I don't know. Because often, like, witches are accused of being, like, anti-Christian. They're worshippers of the devil or they're trying to undermine the religious order or, like, the puritanical order. So it's strange that Swedish witches come out like maybe the most popular time of year for the Christians. Yeah. And I also read an article today. What? (laughs) About that witches cast a spell on Trump. Oh, for God's sake. That he wouldn't be re-elected. Deep Trump supporters were like, Mm. oh my God, how dare you? So you see witches as like the failing New York Times cast a spell of negative headlines. Yeah. Or do you mean like they actually were witches casting spells? It's a very grey area. Do they exist or do they not? Well, there's a lot of people who call themselves witches out there. Yeah, because I also read that like Urban Outfitters have started selling witchcraft stuff, like utensils. Utensils? What's a witch? Like a wand? Like a witch set. Like you can buy like a witch set. (laughs) I feel like that, what's it called? Like appropriating the witch culture. My culture is not your costume. As someone who identifies now because of a BuzzFeed article <laughs> as a witch, I find that grossly offensive. Yeah. Can I say one thing on the topic of witches trying to make money, like modern witchcraft potentially being a scam? Because of our amazing podcast, I followed some witches on Instagram. And then one of them called the Witch of the Forest messaged me saying, Grand Rising, love. 
I'm drawn to you, my beloved, for your reading and guidance. You are blessed. And I said, do you send this message to everyone or do you really mean this? And then she went, it's not everyone, love. The ancestor drawn you to me. Drawn you to me. I said, how so? Did you want the reading, beloved? She said. All right. I said, yes, please. (laughs) She says, but I do charge for my reading, love. I actually at one point did think that weirdly she had been drawn to me. And then I said, we are doing a podcast. (laughs) We're doing a podcast about witchcraft tonight. (laughs) We could feature you on it as payment. And then she just didn't respond to that and wrote, the charge for the reading is $35, love. I was like, what? (laughs) Did you not hear we're doing a podcast? And then she said, I'll need a picture of your left palm and your full name for the reading. And she says the charge is $35. Okay. So I did actually send her a picture of my left palm. And she said she'd read it but I have to send her the PayPal money, which maybe I'll try and do over the course of this podcast. Okay. I think it would be good content. Yeah, that's nice. But it brings up the question of modern witchcraft. It's getting more popular. Is it a scam? I also kind of, because so many people are getting into it, probably because of social media and things like that. Mm -hmm. So it's more out there, like people can find, it's not like the secret society anymore. Reminds me of like Burning Man Festival. That used to be quite cool Yeah. back in the day, whereas now it's like I would probably go to Burning Man Festival, which then is completely missing the point. Like if I'm going... Nisi's very self-loathing about her own coolness, but on one level I do know what you mean. Yeah. I think because we live in a quite a strange society right now, people are just way more... Inter- you know, like meditation, which is just like naturopaths back in the day. Yeah, or were they just scientists that were like, you know how science versus religion, were they just on the side of science, which we now kind of live by as a society. But then also a lot of them just weren't witches and it was just complete misogyny. The Scottish really hated witches more than the English because of James I and how he was like, or James VI, how he's obsessed with witches and then that's when Shakespeare wrote Macbeth to please him. Again, also, have you seen the Coen brothers' Macbeth? No. I watched it. The person who plays the witches is really good. She's like the best thing about it. She's called Catherine Hunter. And I looked her up and she also plays Mrs. Arabella Fig in Harry Potter, who is a batty old woman living near Harry Potter in the Dursleys. So she's like an old woman muggle secretly in like the Order of the Phoenix, thus does take part in the Wizarding World. And I think sits nicely in that like in-between space of crazy cat lady who no one likes, but is kind of secretly magical. Mm. and actually if you invert the whole thing instead of like burning these women at the stake and being like well if you're witches maybe you're just great and we don't celebrate you enough (sighs) I don't know where you're going to go with this theme but I'm excited to hear okay here you go honey That was Black Magic by Little Mix. I chose it because potentially you're on a run right now. You need a bit of pop. Pop will get you in the run. I know I could have chosen like Ozzy Osbourne or like, I don't know, ACDC. There's lots of like spooky songs. Just for me, pop works. Pop works in a workout. Um, Maybe Ozzy Osbourne's more your vibe, eating about. So that's a defense of pop music in the workout space. 
Number two, I think Black Magic as a shot as a schlong, as a song shows how far we've come with witchcraft and its open yeah, discussion. I know what you mean. And the fact that it's gone poppy, which is very light, happy. These girls, if you had four girls singing about a pope casting a spell. In the 16th century. They would literally have been burnt at the stake. Like Perry Edwards, Goody, Goody Edwards. That was shocking, the ages on in the... Are you talking... Oh, the ages of, the, of Little Mix. I don't know why, I just thought you were meaning one of the names from the Salem. Yeah, no, I did. Goody Proctor. Oh, okay. You know, that's what they, that's what they call them in The Crucible when they're like, I heard Goody Proctor was a witch. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so it was the like... The ages, sorry, I was going to say in that, in the Salem, the first few women... We're like 11? Yes. Nine? The accusers. Okay, yeah. Yes. God, I love how we both witchy research. Yeah, they accused two other women of being witches and they were nine and 11. And then everyone believed them. But it is, yeah, so I chose Black Magic because it was like, those women could not have sung that song mm. in those days. And also I like it because it's like casting a spell in order for someone to like you. Yeah. Although I did see that some witches have a rule that you actually can't cast a spell to make someone fall in love with you. Why? Because it's unethical. I'm not sure. It's also in Aladdin. Like, one of the spells is, like, you can't make someone fall in love with you. I don't really know why. I think it would probably be make life too easy. Also, like, the other side of it is, would you want someone that doesn't want you to suddenly fall in love with you because you force them? Maybe it would ruin it. Like playing The Sims and then doing the like the code, cheat. the cheat code, and it's like, well, it's not as good as actually making it. Yeah, making them fall in love with you. But what if it was like Leonardo DiCaprio? Fair enough. That's <laughs> the spell, baby. But also, I was thinking a lot about how in contemporary culture, uh, us growing up, there was a lot of witchery in quite a contemporary way. Sabrina, the teenage witch. Mm. That's a really exciting dynamic that they showed on screen of like basically a matriarchy of the two sisters, Hilda and Zelda, bringing up their niece. I actually watched it this week. Did you? As research. As mm-hmm. research. It was actually really addictive. I just kept going. So good. Yeah, they're her aunts. And when she turns 16, she becomes a witch. The first episode is when she, like, levitates, levitates. off the bed. Also, the styling in the 90s, it's, like, really good. The way that she dresses. That's pure witchcraft. It is. It really is. Pairing those pants with that shirt. It would actually be a dream. It's kind of quite Matilda-esque, the film. As well, in... Matilda has magic powers as well. You know how she can, like, move things with her eyes? Yeah, was she a witch then? I think it's just a long history of associating intelligent women or women who think or women who transgress in any way with, like, they must be a witch. And then that's just leaked down over the years into how we represent women. You know, like Hermione is like a particularly intelligent student in the muggle world, but then she happens to be a witch. It's almost like women and intelligence links to witchcraft somehow. Yeah, and also I read it was often the women that were taken to trials in the like 16th century um, were often like single or like widows. It's like, are you okay? The first people accused of being witches were just older women. We still completely want to eliminate them from our lives. If you watch like any films on witches, it's always a beautiful, seductive woman. And actually deep down, she's a disgusting, ugly old hag. Yeah. Like, don't trust the women. They're actually really ugly and they're like disgusting. And it's a deep down fear of women aging that is so prevalent today. Like all women on TV like, have loads of work done and 
uh, like people I know are getting like Botox and it's like all linked to the same thing of like people are suspicious of older women and they often used older women as like a scapegoat for other issues that were going on. It's really sad that like all of that happened for so many, so for sad. hundreds of, because it was like from... So sad. So hashtag emerge. Yeah. People hate women. <laughs> Think of those couch potatoes. Yuck. Your song? Okay, perfect. Do you want to pass over? Yeah, that was Steve Miller Band. Ed Steve... Miller Band. <laughs> Sorry. Steve Miller Band. Separate words. Abracadabra. Uh, I see the link. I hear the link. Um, and I chose it because one really catchy song made in 1983. Oh, my God. Lucy, get your head out of the So 80s. Gemma Collins was one. <laughs> I actually want to see when her... When was she born? Is she a witch? Gemma Collins star sign. Do you think Gemma Collins is a witch? Oh, yeah. Do you not? Yeah, she's a potentially now older woman single who people feel quite uncomfortable uh, okay, around. Okay, yeah. They love to slam her in the press. She's um, an Aquarius. Makes sense. Strong. They're quite powerful people. Harry Styles is an Aquarius. He's a witch. Oh, no, he wants you to think he's a witch, but he's actually not. <laughs> <laughs> he's a warlock. He went on the X Factor. That's the magic. And it's quite fair. So I chose it as well because I think as a theme, it's actually quite a sexual song. Oh, my God. You love sex. You love no, the 80s. No, I'm saying like it's um kind of fetishizing the witch community. In a good way. In whatever way you want it to be. But I'm wondering as well, was it like a hidden attraction to these women that were like on their own kind of thing? Okay, cause I'm going to also say, yeah, apparently the broomstick was phallic. I thought it was like a way of like women should be cleaning up and they ride around on like, like a hen it's like the Henry Hoover equivalent. No, I don't know. Maybe it's like a combination. Oh, yeah. It's like phallic and do the tidying love. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's quite an interesting like side to witchcraft really. Maybe men in the past just fancied the women. Maybe they had wives, so then they felt, like, dodgy by fancying these single women. So they were like, you can't trust them. Like, they're not actually like that. They're actually... Yeah, like, this woman made my dick go really hard, so you need to burn her at the stake. <laughs> I mean, yeah, definitely there's a sexy side to witches. There's sexy... Halloween has become very sexy. But the sense I got from the Abracadabra song is it's more like magician. Abracadabra? Um, I feel like that's a word that, like, magicians use. But that's not to stigmatise it. <laughs> it. Like, it makes me think of Rabbit in a Hat. Yeah, that, that was actually in the, the music video, actually. So. Yeah, but that is a form of magic. And actually, it does come up in King James I's demonology, a treatise he wrote on witches. He said, the power of magicians in the first book, I say that they can suddenly cause, be brought unto them all kinds of dainty dishes by their familiar spirit. So King James, witch obsessive, 
includes magicians and says that they can conjure up dainty dishes. And then I annotated that with lol. Is David Blaine a witch? Mm, yeah. Like, but is sitting in a glass cube like a witch? Yeah. Okay. Is that mystical though? What he did when we were young? Yeah. How intense was that as, yeah, for us that as was, children? I didn't get it. No. And it, was, it was like a hunger strike, but he had no cause. The cause was his own fame. Mm-hmm. I guess he's asking the question, like, what is magic? I'm going to put it out there. There are many magicians at the moment, like really famous ones. Yeah, Dynamo. Yeah, there was a phase of like five around at one point. <laughs> there were like five warlocks around. <laughs> There's like street magicians. Yeah. They, I'm going to be honest, I don't, I can't. I'd burn them at the stake. It's the magician aesthetic is quite annoying as well. I'm going to be honest, they give, you know, like the expression, like giving the ick, they give me the ick. Yeah. Like it's something about. It's like the showmanship in a really cheesy like way. Yeah. But it is quite cool when you can't work it out and you're like, how, how did you did get that? <laughs> that though? You're hovering right now. I actually went to a magician's shop. It was around the corner from my old work. It's like this random shop. and Even it's, that is so witchy. Yeah. And it's so old, it has like their fax number on the, on the awning. Is they don't witchy? need to even advertise. Is that what you mean? Like witches find them. They don't need to like be found. I thought maybe in the 80s, they thought that like fax was like, ooh, witchy. Yeah. <laughs> Which also reminds me of whenever I'm like a PA, I often think that my bosses think I'm a witch. I can do basic things like convert a PDF into a Word document for them to edit. And then an older man who's like doesn't know how to do that will be like sort of this man I used to work for used to be like, how did you, how did you do that? Mm-hmm. And gave me like quite suspicious looks. <laughs> They're like, I can't see the font on my screen. And then he'd make the text bigger. He'd be like, how, how did you do that? But I actually thought he was like deeply suspicious of me. Anyway. The point is, this magic shop is really cool if you have a magic lover in your life. And the guy behind the counter actually did a magic trick on me. And he was quite nice. Okay. What did you... you, He did a a trick on you? He did a trick on me. And then same with this witch on Instagram. They're quite like, so do you want to buy the trick? And it's like, guys, stop fucking capitalising magic. Isn't the whole thing is it's meant to be outside the system, man? But in many ways, you're just reinforcing the system. A London house with a blue plaque. Anyway, next song. Um, okay, so you're <laughs> on your second song. So this one, again, is one that maybe it's a bit predictable, but actually it really works on a run, and it really includes the word run and tells you to run fast. Everyone running out there, this will inspire you to run. Run fast! That was Florence and the Machine, the dog days are over. I feel like that sums up um, Glastonbury. Yes, and that's exactly why I chose it. Were you there for that one? Because in a way, sorry, another thing, festivals are kind of quite like pagany, witch. And also massively overpriced and a ripoff. Yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, Glastonbury's really got a witchy vibe, like crystals and 
very pagan with like the stone circle and near Stonehenge and solstice worship rather than Christmas and Easter and all you mainstream losers. They just worship the god of Billy Bragg. But were you there when she played Glastonbury, Florence and the Machine? No, but I saw it on TV. I wasn't there for that one. But yeah, I feel like I can just see the camera zooming out at the crowd and like this huge crowd, everyone's going wild. Wild. All these witches going wild. All these witches. I had the coven. I was there and it really was quite a moving experience. A, she wasn't meant to be headlining. It was meant to be the Foo Fighters, but Dave Grohl broke his leg or his arm or something. I went to Glastonbury and be like, I'm not really into Foo Fighters, I'll probably just go to like some cool dance tent and ignore it. Then I was like, okay, Florence the Machine. I almost found her a bit radio one to the point it was like too much. It like had become generic, but I still went. And then she just completely blew me away. Her voice, so amazing. And she really has that pure feminine energy that like, whether you would describe her as a witch, whether intentionally or not, she just is so unashamedly feminine. And she was like releasing all this feminine energy, like very inherited from like Kate Bush and all that kind of performer, like so female, so unashamedly female. And I was just like exercising so much of my own thing through the whole set. And at the end, I was bawling, crying in tears. And that song's really good because it has the word run in it and it ties back to our podcast. Really nice. So do you, th- yeah, no, I, like it kind of like goes through your nervous system a bit, mm. like her singing, especially, her uh, well, I wasn't there, but I'm saying I c- could imagine her singing live is a whole different thing because even on TV, it really, it feels like a whack. Yeah. You get whacked by her. Yeah. Maybe she is a witch. A witch. I think she could be a modern day witch. Yeah. But just like all the other witches, she's now just doing a lot of marketing for Gucci. I feel like she doesn't actually release music these days. Okay. But it's just like always in Gucci, like pre-Raphaelite aesthetic Instagram posts. But yeah, I'd say she's a witch. Yeah, same. Like maybe there were just women with really high energy and like men got jealous of that. Maybe they were just performers. Yeah. And you know what the ultimate irony is? To burn someone at the stake is the most performative way to die like that's basically an art installation yeah that's like who was that that's david blaine david blaine literally if he was a witch would do that because it's like that's pure art Mm. in the same in the same way that really intense things can be seen as art obviously terrible i'm not art doesn't mean good but it was very visual this is getting kind of black so this is my final song which is Connected in a different way. Mm-hmm. So obviously Abracadabra went wrong. It didn't go wrong. I just... But liked. this one, I'm going to see whether you can suss out why I've chosen it. Okay. So that was Britney Spears, You Drive Me Crazy. I worked out the connection while you're playing it. Okay, go. Melissa Joan Hart is in the video yeah! and she plays That's Sabrina. That's weird, like, niche that you know that. Yeah, and Britney has appeared in, like, two episodes of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I feel like they were friends. They were friends. Melissa actually took Britney to her first club. Uh, she was underage. Uh-huh. She magicked her a fake ID. She said, 
Brittany and I did a lot of press together in New York, Utah, LA, on the set of her video. So we did a lot together. A ton of award. Oh my God, my accent is shocking. Awards shows and stuff. But yeah, I snuck her away from her bodyguard to take her because she just looked like she needed to be around people her own age. It was in 1996. So this was also a crazy year for Britney. She was in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Right. She'd released her first album, Hit Me Baby, one more time. Also great. And also that's quite witchy of Melissa Joan Hart. As we've been talking about witches as like outsiders, witches as going beyond the system. She's giving Britney this like way out. And clubs, when you're young, can seem like really magical. When actually they're just like stink of piss. But like when you're younger, <laughs> you're like, wow. And like all the lights and but stuff. But then who's the witch, Flora? Because then she goes on later in the article to say that she like looked to her left and Britney was drowned in the crowd of like fans. Oh no. Like going wild. She also has the aura of Florence. Or was she just really famous and getting mobbed and just had no freedom? I guess it's like how you look at it. True. I guess maybe naturally she did draw people to her with, as we've discussed in series one on our whole Britney episode, people have fallen in love with her from a young age and been really drawn to her. Mm. She also had a lot of the ideas for her work. Again, go back to series one because we're really obsessed with her and that we do a whole episode about her. Yeah, so definitely check that out. We've got a lawyer, a music lawyer. Who talks about it. She has witchy energy and did a lot in Sweden. And you mentioned Sweden at the beginning. Yeah, so half of this album was actually created in Stockholm with our favourite Max Martin. This song is actually really similar in its musical arrangement um, as Hit Me Baby One More Time. Okay. So very simple. It does also have the cowbell. Oh, the cow. Oh, yeah. 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 Cows, farms. Salem was a farming community. We see the link. Nice. So, yeah, I was a huge fan of Sabrina, were you? Absolutely massive fan. It was on so many different channels. It was so good. It was so good. And the cat in Sabrina is called Salem because of Salem Witch Trials. I always liked that little... I think there's a lot to be said about Britney and witch witchcraft. She is a woman that has been repressed. She hasn't been allowed to be like Florence. Mm. Um, on that note about sneaking pop stars into the club, Freddie Mercury once snuck... Princess Diana into a club. Oh my god, I love that. I know. Were they friends? Yeah. That's too much for my That's brain. That's a perfect pairing of friends. That's so fun. He's my, I mean, our idol. And like, Diana just makes sense with him so much. Yeah. He's probably a bit of a witch. Yeah. There are loads of witches around. Something we haven't discussed. We haven't really gone into Harry Potter. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan. Wow. Are you? Huge. I did actually try and go to the audition so when I was 15. Really? What's her name? The blonde? I don't know why. Lun- Luna Lovegood. Yeah, Lu- which would suit you, not me. I don't know why I went. No, but there was like a nationwide hunt for her. And I feel like every school had auditions. But like we, I, I think we got, we got there at 3am. Wait, for the auditions? Yeah. What? We, um, we stayed outside in the queue, which was like hours long, for them to obviously have brown hair, nothing like the, resembling the character. Went in, they went, hi, what's your name? I was like, Lucy. They went, all right, sorry, you're not right. That was it. Oh, my God. So maybe that was like a hidden bitterness of me not to carry on reading the books. I think that's what it is. I think that's fair. Sorry to interrupt, but I'm actually now in like an argument with this witch on Instagram. Because she's like, I'm not going to read your aura unless you send me $35. And I don't know how to get money into my PayPal. I can withdraw money from my PayPal, but I can't get it into my PayPal to send her. 
And then I was like, look, we're just going to, we can mention, we can advertise your services on the podcast. Can you do it for free? And she went, the reading is not for free, love. You have to make a donation. I said, I don't know how. She said, you can use the cash app. And it's just got really tense. And I'm never going to know my fortune. Mm. I'm literally in an argument with a witch. And then she's messaged my other Instagram account trying to scam me again as if I'm a different person. But I guess this goes back into our like mainstream argument. Like as soon as it goes mainstream, it's kind of over. Like the secrecy of it. The magic of it. The magic. Yeah. It's probably deeply sexual. Do you think? Yeah. (laughs) Probably all getting off with each other as well. Um, Have you seen The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Really, sadly, I haven't because I can tell. There's, I really yeah, like it. on I think it's season four. I'm gonna say or five. There's a modern day witch in it. Nice. And she actually only lasts one series, which again might be telling of the witch persona and like to the reject fear. her. Fr- the producers were like, "Get out!" Yeah, not getting to return is like into series five is like a modern day torture. But again, I feel like she was she was really sexual, and I don't know if she was like fetishizing. Can I say something that hasn't been mentioned all podcast? Yeah. You, Lucy Zaza, are a witch. I know. Any of the listeners out there, I'm just going to put it out there. I'm happy to do this free of charge, not like this phony old hag. (laughs) I'm joking. (laughs) But if you do want a spell to come true, message our Insta. (laughs) Like and subscribe and your wildest dreams will come true. I shouldn't. I'm actually becoming like this. Yeah, but like... Are you going to cast a spell? I can. Can you cast a spell now? If you want me to. Yeah, I do. (laughs) What do you want? So I can't make someone fall in love with me? No. Um, Leo is off the cards. That's fine. I'd like March's rent to be in my account now so I don't have to worry until the end of March. Okay, it's done. What? Yeah. You didn't even do anything. You didn't say anything. You literally just, <laughs> she just put her, her, her fingers to her temples and then said it's done. Balls in sack. Um, okay, great. So what should people do as they wind down from their run? I think just slow down and like, I'd like people to kind of question, are they, you know, have you had, have you cast a spell before? Have you, have you seen a man walking through Scotland and told him he's going to be the king? Yeah. Have you turned into a bat? Mm. Are you wearing black right now? If so, which? Which? Do you have a glint in your eye? Which? Which? Enough said. So basically, we're all witches and like, that's like great. And I'm like really happy to be a witch. Same. And you don't have to commercialize it, guys. So go and get your cauldron. And by that we mean your iced coffee. (laughs) And leave us a good review. Well done, witches. Well done. So proud. And go home and cast a spell tonight. Run. Track. <laughs> Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.